0: Hey everyone, we're the Book Week Society. I'm Landra. I'm Shay. I'm Amal. And I'm Virginia. And this is the Non-Book Club. Welcome back to another episode of the Book Week Book Society, the Non-Book Club. In this episode we're going to get a little bit controversial. We're going to talk about TikTok controversies. No one asked our opinion but we're gonna give it anyways um we're just gonna dive into these controversial topics and tell you what we think and i just already know there's probably gonna be times where we don't agree with each other and that's okay all right starting off with the first one what do you guys think about returning books after you've read them the silence
1: (laughs) i know it's because we've already talked about it a little i don't know if anyone's opinions have changed
2: since then yes and no um I think my main issue with it is because obviously that person has the money to buy the book in the first place. The fact that they're returning it because they didn't like it is just showing that, at least in my opinion, that they're very irresponsible with their money. Um, Because as somebody who grew up having to like penny pinch, you generally people are careful with their finances because they're so worried about having enough of it. You would think that those people who are coming like, oh, I it's my money and I only have so much of it. If I don't like a book, why would I waste my money? Whatever. You would think that they would pay more attention, especially when you have things like Amazon Kindle Unlimited, or where you can like download samples of
1: books onto the and Kindle app. Yeah, but the, the book that in question, the one that was returned, is free on Kindle. It is a Kindle yeah. Unlimited book. The Haunting Adeline oh. and Hunting Adeline, they're both on kindle
2: yeah free. was it though? but i mean book? just like yeah. yeah i think so yeah um I mean, I but that. i mean even just in general yeah. even if it's not a kindle unlimited book you still can download a free sample to read it to see if you're gonna mm-hmm. like it because i think it usually the samples are like the first 15 to 20 percent of the book i might be wrong mm-hmm. um well, that's a lot so like you can you can generally tell if you're going to like a book within that like mm-hmm. sample that they give you so and that
1: person also bought both of the books and i just think that maybe if you were going into it unsure then maybe just buy the first book and then see if you want to buy it Mm -hmm. like the second book in the series or not but she bought both of them together read both of them and then why not
2: buy the kindle version if it's not on kindle unlimited why not buy the kindle version that's relatively cheaper
1: yeah it's like usually so well not. at least for canada it's usually like seven to ten dollars on kindle if you're gonna buy mm-hmm. it and but a book in canada is like 20 to 23 dollars and i think hunting yeah. and hunting had a line is a little bit on the higher end just because because they're, they're bigger the yeah so
3: the thing is that, that clearly it's it's legal it's more like is it ethical and yeah what makes it yeah what makes me think it over is like because you have consumed what you bought like that's the yeah. thing it's like you you consumed it it's not like um, I bought um, a lamp that is not working and I'm returning it because it's not doing what it's supposed to do so when you buy a book and you like because like it or consume,
1: not yeah. it did its
2: job she, yeah yeah, yeah.
3: Art
1: is
2: subjective
0: I completely agree with you guys but I, ever since this kind of hit TikTok and it became such a hot topic like hot topic um, sorry every time I say hot topic I think of the store <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, i've had to return books since then because they were damaged and whenever i go and like take them to the store to return them and this only ever happens with amazon um because they fucking suck at packaging their pack their books <laughs> like bags uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and i've had to return a couple books and every time i'm returning them and like dropping them off at either a fulfillment center or ups i get embarrassed because i'm like i don't want them to think that i read it and usually yeah. I buy books after I read them on Kindle. So it's like, I did yeah. read it, but I didn't read this book. <laughs> uh, so ever since then, I've kind of like, but it's like I understand, same. but I just get, I know, but they don't know that. And I but, get you, embarrassed. but you get yeah, like you you know self-conscious kind of. Yeah.
1: yeah. And you know what the thing is, just because it's allowed, those return policies are for damaged books, you know? Yeah. Misprinted books, you got the wrong yeah. book in the mail. That's what that policy is. And in my personal opinion, when you abuse it, by reading it and returning it then people who genuinely need to return a book or exchange a book won't be able to do it because now there's people out there that are abusing that policy yeah. and as someone who's worked in retail yeah. it's like the worst thing in the world when people like just because you can doesn't mean you should
3: yeah, yeah. but that's always right. like a uh, the big question like you could even you, you can but you shouldn't
2: and not yeah. only is it like hurtful to the authors because um i think i, I and i don't know how true this is but somebody had said like returning books to barnes and noble kind of tells the store that it's not worth putting out so they either end up sending it back therefore the author is not in store um or i think with like amazon they make the author pay or something like that yeah. but not only are you inconveniencing the author you're inconveniencing that sales clerk because returns are a pain in the ass to do like yeah, especially now retail, with
1: like covid yeah too. Yeah, like the that they have so, to go to clean yeah. the product to put it back on the shelf. So
2: not only are you inconveniencing the author, but you're inconveniencing the sales clerk and like making them more stressed out. Like, yeah. and they are they are just as much like a person as you are, and you're just gonna like sit there and make their job harder all because you couldn't be more financially responsible with your money. Yeah, well, See, the
1: so the problem a, with that's the is-
3: the thing when you say like if you buy a series and you're not sure about it. Like, just by the first book, as someone that yeah. has bought series that I, I haven't even oh read God. one of them,
0: I keep <laughs> <that> them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I... a, the... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to send it like a, say a general statement as someone who's worked in retail who, even when I get damaged product, I don't return it because I just have been on the other side of the till. Mm-hmm. And so I'll donate it. I'll just like keep it and just get a new copy because I'm yeah. just like, I don't want that person to just you know have a bad day because I'm trying to get my money back because you know what it's my bad for not looking especially in-store purchases obviously online purchases are different but like in-store purchases that you didn't buy didn't bother looking and it's not like a bookstore is going to kick you out of the store if you read the first like 20-30 pages even if you just want to skim through it if you have never heard of the art or the author never read any of their works it's just I think it's irresponsible purchasing if you are so like if you're indecisive enough that you're gonna return a book after reading not even just the first one return it after you reading the first one why'd you read both of them and then decide to return it yeah
0: this is a total change of topic but I saw someone on Twitter that bought the entire addicted series and then the like us uh yeah addicted everything like 20 two bucks and they were like I hope I like these they're like oh, that's like a thousand dollars pretty much I mean really they're cheap. probably like the first
1: series can't <laughs> say much about the second one. Oh my god
0: yeah. like okay
3: like I get buying series but the most I've bought is like four books in a series I would never go
0: beyond that. I mean, think it it's so expensive. Expensive. money in one go they bought especially because the addictive one. books are expensive they were doing like an unboxing and it was like i got the first 10 today i'll try to find it i think it was tiktok not twitter but it's
2: like i also uh, am kind of the same as a mall whereas like if something is like defective or i don't like it or it doesn't fit or whatever i generally don't return things especially if it like even if it doesn't fit because Ob- like that's my bad but um yeah. <laughs> i'll just like i'll donate it so like why are you returning the book when you could just donate it to goodwill or even resell books, it if you yeah if you want your library it.
1: yeah go to a uh, start a book club where you guys exchange books with other mm-hmm. people like there's lots of resources that girl who or that person who posts that tiktok i think we're uh, they had, like, a bunch of followers. I can't imagine there wasn't one person on their followings that could have been like, oh, let's do an exchange. If the amount you, of like, times I've done, like, a giveaway. Give,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I've done that so, when I've bought, yeah. like, when Alondra and I both got, like, she got me the fine print, but then I also had gotten it for myself, and I didn't know she was getting it for my birthday. I just did a giveaway for it.
0: I want to read the crowd, where the crowd doesn't buy it, because they're Unless if it was oh, just for oh, me. Oh, no. Oh, more. Okay. Um, what i was saying hopefully it doesn't cut off uh what i was saying now i'm gonna talk all slow if i talk (laughs) slow we won't lose words uh when i read the this is kind of gonna segue us into the next one uh what we whether I don't want to mention this site because I know it gets controversial, like either gatekeep it or like don't give them more publicity. But there's a site on the interweb that has almost all books and you can illegally download them. Um, it's like a uh, library, sort of. It's like an alphabetical library. <laughs> um, um, X library. Anyways, um, I wanted to read this book. I uh, called where the crawdads sing but the author is really controversial and I didn't want to give them any money. Uh so I if the cops started listening, I didn't allegedly. <laughs> I allegedly <laughs> downloaded. I sent, her it.
2: The, I sent her the
0: book. <laughs> um and I really liked it. I ended up really enjoying the book, but I did again I didn't want to buy it because I didn't want the author to get any money out of it. And Shay had it and didn't want to read it. So she gifted it to me. Like It was too late for her to return it. It was, you know, so it kind of segues into the gift gang. And now it's talking about what do you guys think about this site that hosts most books?
2: I'm pro, to be honest. I'm pro
0: Um, it too.
2: Because, and I think it's such a silly thing to get all up in arms about. Because I feel like a lot of the people who sit there and shame others for using it don't understand the reason why somebody would use it they think it's just like oh it's so that they don't have to ever pay for books no it's generally because they don't have a library in their area and if they don't have a library in their area they can't use things like libby and even if they did have a library not every library partners with libby which is the and
1: and if you um, want to read new books like they're not going to have them at the library the new book yeah so, or, or even of, if like, they do the
2: wait list is very long yeah
0: i saw that book lovers someone had like a 546 p- person wait list in yeah. order to put them to get the libby they're like i'm yeah. gonna read this book in three years you know,
1: i think i think it well i'm under the belief that if you buy a physical copy then you should be able to use the library <laughs> all the time like there shouldn't even be a question about it like if i Own like whatever hundred books, and I am not near my shelf, and I want to read it. Then I should be able to download it on the library without anybody telling me that I'm doing something. Which you 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 know what's funny about that
2: is (laughs) a lot of um a lot. So this is more in like the music category, but a lot of artists when you buy their physical CD or their physical record, especially if it's like a LP that you use on a record player. It'll come with a digital
1: download. Yeah, I don't know why books don't do that cuz I feel like I get I, I okay, no, that's not true. I know why they don't do that because there's a market of people buying online books online. Yeah. But there needs to be something that has to create a way where if books are going to be fucking $25 in Canada or even overseas, I know they're they get pretty expensive, then there should be a way for us to read it online too. Yeah. Cuz who's carrying like when I went on when I went to Chicago to see my sister I bought like four books with me and that was such an unnecessary use of my space in my luggage you know like Mm -hmm. if I just had them on my phone I wouldn't have needed to bring those but I owned the copies so why would I also buy them online you know like that just seems like a overspending and there are some people who can.
2: yeah there are some people who can go back like I'm not one of those people but there are some people who can go back and forth between the physical copy and the ebook And so like, I feel like it should be the same thing as like I was saying with the records where if you buy the physical copy, it should come with a digital download that Mm -hmm. you can automatically put on your Kindle or your phone or iBook or Or whatever. Or at least
1: like some sort of version of it. Like it doesn't have to be in Kindle. Maybe there could be a separate app for it that will only Mm -hmm. enable you to have it if you have the physical copy, like something that's sold with a physical copy that will give you access to this app. And then it'll do, okay, I don't know someone could probably create this maybe even even if you charge like a dollar or extra for a book not like you know 20 30 dollars extra but like maybe a couple dollars extra and then you get this code that gives you access to the online version
2: i mean it could kind of be like a kindle unlimited thing where authors have an incentive to do it because they're getting paid per page turn like just i just i am also
0: more likely to buy a book after i've read it than like Mm -hmm. a random book i see just because Again, books are really expensive, so if I'm going to Barnes and Nobles, there are definitely times where I'm like, today I'm spending money, and I'll just grab <laughs> yeah. it. Like, I had
2: one minor inconvenience. Of March for
0: yeah. us. <laughs> uh, but sometimes, like, I'll go in there and I'm just getting books that I've already read because I allegedly illegally downloaded them and really enjoyed them. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of helps me make sure, like, it. It. I don't want to say it helps the author, but like, they're getting more business because I read it and really enjoyed it. Like. Allegedly, I read the Dokkaod series. Um and then you bought the books. Legal Lee. And then and then I bought the books and there went, that, you know. That was
2: one series where I actually bought the Kindle books and then bought the physical books. But
0: yeah, well they've they've
2: gotten a lot of my money.
0: Krista <laughs> and Becca Ricky lots of money because she bought like the first five books for me. Um <laughs> but it's just but, there's certain are yeah. like I'll read the allegedly a legal version online first and then really want it and then I don't know I just got kind of obsessed with it and so I I have like four copies to read so you're gonna get so much business and
2: even outside of just consuming books as a hobby I know a lot of people use it for school books as well yes which school books on top of tuition and room and board and whatever else is so expensive, even I if you're buying to- them used, it they're still ridiculously mm-hmm. expensive. They're, I had they're buy- and
1: you only end up using like maybe half of it if you're lucky yeah. three quarters of the book.
0: Why are you gonna pay like and- four or five hundred dollars for that? At oh least God, with
2: I- hobby books, you're like reading them more than once sometimes. Yeah.
0: And I was also someone who, when I was in university, I like I had a class at 9 a.m., had work, and then had another class at 10. Or like 7 p.m. So I was on campus all day. I wasn't gonna lug around a fucking 400 page book when I could yeah. Just- yeah they're heavy now- yeah now yeah. it's on my phone like yeah what <laughs> it's
1: such yeah. a privileged Go thing the- to get mad about this you know yeah. like it's just like how much money do you have to spend on your leisure and your like recreational recreational activity that you're shaming others that can't afford to you know, like that have other things that are way more important to pay for that still want to read and still want to be part of what's popular right now. Like how privileged are you that you are getting up and armed about this thing?
2: And I get why authors get mad about it. Like I- But the thing is, authors
1: weren't even getting, in my opinion, what I saw on my TikTok was consumers were getting more mad than TikTok, than than uh, the authors were.
2: Yeah. And it's kind of like one of those things where- um, you see people start talking about a subject or group that they're not a part of, but in defense of them. And it's mm-hmm. like, wh- why aren't you letting them talk yeah. when they're the affected party? And I, I can understand why authors, you know, get upset about people using the library app and returning red books. It's just, there's such, especially the library app, there's such trivial things for other readers to get upset about
1: it's like you know what you should be fully more understanding
2: about. why somebody would even use it yeah. in the first place
1: yeah it's like why don't you get more upset about the fact that someone just released a transphobic book you know get more upset about the fact that there's like still racism in very popular books and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's like why is this and that's the, thing the hill you're choosing that, to die on
2: that's the thing that really bugs me too is like the certain like groups of diversity will get a lot of people like rallied and talking about certain aspects of a book that's problematic. Um, but then there are other groups where it's just like, I only see one or two talking about it. And those same people that could be talking about those things are like, no, you shouldn't use this library app. And it's like, uh, why don't you talk about this book that's harmful to the disabled? Like, What do you just-
0: think? Sorry. Hmm? I cut you- very No, no I was done. I was done. <laughs> what do you think, Virginia? I don't think you've given you've- <laughs> Your Is it because of- you have an she's opposite opinion? She's just opinions? judging us all. <laughs> I'm not, I'm
3: not, actually. I. She's uh, reporting us.
1: As the <laughs> she's recording, well, she's obviously recording this, but she's recording it for other reasons.
3: No, uh, she's got an FBI agent right now. Police. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree, but I, I also think that depending on if you're an author or a reader, uh, I understand how that they would have uh, different opinions. I get ha- why an author would get upset that their work was being basically stolen. pirated, yeah pirated and yeah. but also as a reader if I allegedly use it it it's actually I'm I'm
0: more um I'm like, like you're not the one that emails us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's as if you're not in charge of sending us no
3: I'm, I'm I'm more I'm, I'm more uh, what's, oh, what's the word I'm looking for there is a bigger chance that I will buy the book
1: mm-hmm.
3: if I mm-hmm. have read it and liked it, because uh, yeah. unless I like, like Shay said, unless I had like a bad day and I am dead at the bookstore, I'm not buying stuff. Like, because yeah, sometimes I'll buy stuff just because I like the cover, but also yeah. I think it helps books get like the word to mouth and get helps get books popular because otherwise I don't think as much people would have read some of some books and they wouldn't have gone so mainstream that. It helps with sales. It's like there's an effect. It doesn't do the same thing to every book, if like if for real. But some of the books that are popular definitely um profited off. Will of being able to read it on that. Long
0: so. long I feel like they could. <laughs> Sorry, I was yawning. <laughs> it, it, and I understand. It. I'm not an author, so I don't know what Kindle is like for authors. But like a good way for me not to use this legit site is to put your books on Kindle. I'd rather read it on Kindle Limited. That have to mm-hmm. go through the process mm-hmm. of like that's allegedly that's using. One of my like,
2: things is like I've seen Katie Robert talk about people using the library app, but only one of her books were just recently got put on Kindle Unlimited. And for somebody who is such a like I love Katie Roberts like writing. I love her books, but for somebody who is such a popular author and so against people using the library app, I don't understand why, why she doesn't okay. put are you talking about? I don't like, understand why Z she library. Doesn't put or her are you books talking on... about Yeah, yes. I was, okay. Z library. Z library. I was, I was trying. I was trying, <laughs> I was trying to censor myself, but fuck it. Um, we were trying. As to somebody who name, is, I know. Better, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> but she she has made TikTok videos where she, you know, says <laughs> like shames people for using Z Library, especially when they're talking about problematic authors too um but it's like if you're going to be so against it why would you not put your books on kindle unlimited and make them more accessible for people who don't have the money to be spending on physical and ebooks like granted kindle unlimited is what ten dollars a month it's roughly 120 dollars a year it's a lot of money it's a lot cheaper than buying that's like so 120 would
1: only be like five books besides uh But with the Kindle Unlimited, that's like hundreds of books you can read, essentially. Yeah. And
2: she has a lot of books. So if you're buying the Kindle version, which I think most of her books on Kindle are like five to seven dollars, if you were going to pay, that's a lot more expensive than if she were to put her books on Kindle Unlimited. So I don't get, I, she's one of the authors where like, I do love her books. I just don't understand why she doesn't make her books more accessible when she shames people or talks about not using z library it also it doesn't track expensive. for me yeah and she's a very copy. popular author yeah i just yeah. i don't understand why you wouldn't want to make your content more accessible
1: to people and you know what's really funny to me that usually what happens when people buy like not buy read on kindle Unlimited authors are getting paid for that and then more likely than not that person is going and buying the physical copy because they loved it so much and they yeah like so they get double paid for it
2: yeah um yes but like I read the Brutal Birthright series by Sophie Lark on Kindle Unlimited and when she releases the new covers you bet your ass I'm gonna buy them like physically so it's just like why wouldn't you not want to make them more accessible to people?
3: I've noticed that the more um, uh, no, I want to say mainstream, but also like traditional the author is uh, the less they're, they they would tend to be on, on Kindle Unlimited. I don't know if like that's
0: uh, yeah. the reason Pauline that. Hoover has like four books on there, but not book- big books big. But She on rotates them. her books out of oh. Kindle Unlimited too. I like that. I like that. If you don't yeah. want to put all of them, put some on them. Yeah and then then after like a while she'll like
2: rotate them out because I don't I think for a while like Layla was on Kindle Unlimited I don't know if it still is but then she put like reminders of him on Kindle Unlimited and she's like wrote and I think Hopeless at one point was on Kindle Unlimited now it's not she rotates them I think she only keeps like four maybe three or four books on
0: talking about how uh, we typically only see TikTokers or like people on social media have an issue with this library app, Library, like I'm outside, um, and not <laughs> authors. How do you guys feel about authors being in kind of social media uh, book talk spaces? Like, how do you feel about that?
1: I'm I'm personally okay with it because they are people too you know like they're allowed (laughs) to have a social media presence what (laughs) i am not okay with and what i'm not okay with is um with them interfering with reviewers that is what i'm not okay with i think they have every right to exist in the same space uh like tiktok and uh twitter and stuff like that and instagram i just think when they get involved with people's reviews and um start talking negatively about reviewers who negatively review their books then that i think starts to become a problem I, agree,
3: like um, social...
0: I think it could actually be sorry i, you I
3: cut you off
0: no. i think it could actually be really beneficial to like for again they're people like they're allowed to use social media the way yeah it's do. like
1: what are you going to do start yeah. limiting people who
0: have um, like, made a career out of something they want they can't be on. <laughs> um, but i actually think it could be really beneficial like if they're actually actively using social media like there's been controversies that like they might not realize but I think seeing social media can kind of make them realize that um mm-hmm. they just have to be willing to listen but like Amal said there's certain like you can follow book talk or book reviewers but like if they leave a negative review don't be like I'm wrong you're not allowed to negatively review yeah like I can do whatever the fuck I want um, and then also just go I have a question to add to this, but I'll let Shay go first. And I'll write down my question because I feel like it'll segue us a little
2: Um, I have kind of conflicted feelings about this. I follow quite a few authors on TikTok. And I know that what Amal was saying about authors imposing on reviewers when they're reviewing their books um, was something that happened recently with that 2204 Hunter Lane um one girl on tiktok had posted a bad review about it or had said that tiktok and the author had marketed it misleadingly and the author I mean, had did actually... the author respond to that well she didn't respond to her video exactly but she did make a video oh, um that. saying that the things said about this book are not true and it was very clearly what had been in the reviewers video just without directly like okay. stitching them or duetting like or whatever yeah. um And so I had watched the girl's video saying, no, this is actually the content of the book. And it's just very misleading because I think it involved like a cheating trope or other woman drama. And the author was like, no, that's not other woman drama. And the uh, reader was like, it is. There's like
1: explicit scenes with a character that is not the main character. So that is other other woman drama.
2: (laughs) But um, I think her name is Nisha Sharma. She's the one who wrote Dating Dr. Dill." Something Mm -hmm. she said... I really like, and it's that authors existing in the space of readers and reviewers is a privilege. Mm -hmm. Um, however, they don't get social media training because a lot of them who are existing in these spaces are not huge authors, um, and oftentimes TikTok has the ability to blow up a book or author overnight and there isn't enough time for social media training and how to interact with readers and reviewers in these spaces. Um, so while I think they do deserve a place, I think also sometimes readers and reviewers interact negatively with authors because there. I have seen readers tag authors and people Yes, that's what reviews. I I don't agree
1: with that. And I so
2: it's not that. necessarily that the author is inserting themselves into this, it's also because people are tagging them and that's not
1: an etiquette that Yeah, that person never um tagged her. It was yeah. other people who I've tagged seen people her do it in G- the comments. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that is also an issue that people need to address is that people can have a negative opinion on a book, but that reviewer was literally just talking about what was happening in the book. She was giving us scenarios yeah. from the book and then going back to what the author had promoted herself, mm-hmm. saying that there was no cheating, And but there was...
2: Other yes, drama. there wasn't
1: yeah. explicit cheating because they weren't together. But when you have sex scenes that are not the main characters, some people don't yeah. like that. Like, I don't want to read that. Yeah. Why am I reading that if the love story is about another person? yeah. Yeah.
3: Honestly, I think one of the issues is that in general, everyone needs courses on
1: etiquette on the internet. media. Yeah. <laughs> people have to learn need manners.
3: Exactly. Like you have to
1: take a course before signing up on. Because
3: <laughs> I, I feel like social media for authors can be like a huge promoting tool. Mm-hmm. So it it helps them out, but also like if people are trolling them or tagging them and negative stuff, like at some point they're human. They're gonna they can react. Yeah. Also. But there's a difference between. Like, I think reacting in private Mm -hmm. versus putting it out there. Um, But, yeah, I just feel like everyone needs classes,
1: honestly. I think it also is just common sense, you know? They're giving people too much credit. Yeah, I I guess I I am. But, like, when Mm -hmm. you were going to go out out of your way to review, like, talking about the same thing, like, that reviewer on TikTok who said (laughs) negative reviews, pretty much the gist of her, like, two-minute video was that negative reviews are not allowed on TikTok and that TikTok is only for positivity, which by the way, it's not. not I don't know what her for you page looks like, but it's 100% not about positivity. And if anything, sometimes negative reviews gets me to read a book more than a positive review gets me to read a book. So it's like, and then it's really funny that she took someone's video, it didn't tag them or anything, but referenced it in her video. And then someone did the exact same thing to her video. And that's literally what the internet is. You know, it's just mm-hmm. having opinions on everything yes. and for her to sit there and very seriously, like it looked like she was it also seemed I don't know if it was rehearsed or not, but like it, I definitely think she wrote it out. Because it was an important issue yeah, to her. The way that she delivered it was yeah. so weird. Yeah, and it was, like, so mm. dramatic. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen any uh, responses to it since it happened. I watched a couple, at like, that day. But since then, I haven't really been on TikTok that much. Mostly, my TikTok is filled with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard right now. Ugh. So, <laughs> unfortunately, no matter how many times I go uninterested, yeah. uh, literally everyone's making videos with their sounds. So, that's all my For You pages books who i feel like i don't even read any books i'm not on book talk anymore yeah. but like she was so freaking serious about this and it's and it i know it's because she said in the video that it wasn't because it was one of her favorite series because it was about the zodiac academy oh, but yeah. it was very obviously because of that. it was her favorite she wouldn't series. have been making that video if it was about
2: a book that she didn't like I exactly just feel like and i'm this...
1: sure i am sure in the hundreds of tiktoks that that person has also posted You cannot tell me that every single one of them has been a positive review. You just can't because you cannot like everything. No matter how
2: open-minded
1: you are, you just are not going to like a hundred percent of everything that you do. Like that's literally impossible.
2: My thing is, is like, it's, Reading and reviewing is such a subjective thing. There are books that I will give one or two stars because I don't like the writing. I didn't vibe with the book. And like, that's why I tell people don't ever trust my star ratings because it's so chaotic because sometimes I will not only A, have different star ratings across different platforms, depending on when I post it, how I'm feeling about the book at that time, um, but also because a lot of the times I'll go back and change my rating based on how I feel about it when I'm thinking about it. But like, I'll talk about it more when we do our wrap up. But I am in the middle of a series right now where I don't like the books at all. However, not only am I finishing the series, but I rated the first two books four stars. Because objectively, the writing, the pacing, the characterization, it was all really well done, in my opinion. The tropes just weren't for me. It's not something that I enjoyed. And I don't know if it's just this book in particular, or just that trope in general. Um, But... It's weird because I can not like that book and still rate it four stars because I can objectively say, oh, this writing is really good. And this person did their job telling the story. But then I can also turn around and say, wow, this writing sucks. I don't like this book and rate it one or two stars. And I think that's what people need to get more comfortable with on Mm -hmm. book talk, rather than just being like, you need to be positive all the time because you can rate a book highly, even if you don't like it or you can like a book that's poorly written. And it just, it...
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's the same thing as if you like love the author and they can do no wrong. Like yeah. I know a lot of the books, like especially once you get into a series, like uh, the Twister series, like the third one wasn't like by any means my favorite. Like I had a lot of issues with it, Yeah. but I still gave it a five because I like Anna and I like, um, like the way she writes, you know, like I might yeah. not agree with her characters and the choices that some of the characters make. But I love her, and I—I I don't love her. I like her, and I would <laughs> like her to continue reading sorry. or writing. Sorry, and so I know yes, that we- positive reviews, yeah, and reading, yeah. But like, <laughs> I want her to continue writing books with for this series or any other series that she wants to do. And the only way she's going to get motivated to write is if she has good reviews. Like, why? I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure she loves it, so she'll do it anyways. But like, it's more motivating, and she's going to want to improve on it. Mm-hmm. and as long as my review like my written review has the appropriate like Critics. points of what I yeah. didn't like that's that's mm-hmm. what's important you know like a number shouldn't yeah matter in the end I, I think but whatever it's your life it's your goodreads it's your amazon and your story graph you can write a book whatever yeah. you want I have plenty of books that are one star or well story graph lets you do a quarter of a star so I have like two books that are a quarter of a star right now for me so that's that that's just my my opinion and the the book for me that's one of the books that's at a quarter stars it's literally loved on TikTok I have never seen one negative review for this book besides the shit that we talk about it in this group chat between me and Alondra because we're the only two that have read it so I just think obviously that's subjective right like the whole the, all of tiktok loves it and then there's two of us who hate mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and i'm working up the courage to post about it on tiktok because I, and at the, the same time like there could be your... people who
2: feel the same yeah. way about you but they don't feel comfortable yeah. sharing that opinion because they haven't seen other people yeah,
1: talk negatively people about it. On people yeah it's because yeah. apparently if you have a negative review on a book that's very well loved you're the fucking satan like i don't like why
2: yeah
0: do you guys feel like when a, an author follows a TikTok reviewer that they the TikTok reviewer is as honest about those books? Um, I think you, it depends, depends on, on.
2: I can understand I it, them being like hesitant to be yeah,
1: very and I bluntly also think honest. As like me watching that TikTok might not believe the review as much. Mm-hmm. Um, especially so you like not authors, to like. Do you think authors maybe the, should follow reviewers? I think huh? so. My issue is. I don't it's not an issue. I don't really care because I don't really follow like TikTokers as much Um, like the ones who review heavily. I think when authors become friends like in real life friends Mm -hmm. with reviewers that's when you start to question it. Like are you just a friend now who's talking positively about a book that your friend wrote or are you genuinely giving a review like a genuine review? And not to like I'm not going to not name any authors or people who are friends with authors but i think it's very apparent who is a friend now and who is just of author and reviewer relationship so
2: yeah you can tell once I, the yeah. relationship between the author and reviewer crosses that professional boundary
1: yeah and it just as a consumer of both of their challenge cha- channels it makes you question even if it's not let's say they're just a hundred percent honest in their review you can't help but think in the back of your mind that it's not mm-hmm. because let's be honest when Shay re- releases her book even if it's the most terrible book in the world Tell but me she's please. getting five stars and <laughs> oh, getting God. multiple videos from us so like that's different because we're already yeah. friends but you know like if you had already released your book and then we became friends and then you released another book and we're just like five yeah. stars it's gonna make people question it even if you're not that's just how like so publicly
3: I would rave on it but I would still tell Shay privately my critical. Yeah, privately like <laughs> please
1: do. We work <laughs> on that, <this>,
0: Shay. <laughs> <laughs> but I I just, again,
1: just my opinion.
2: I also think <laughs> that author and this is something that I have talked about with one or two other people and I probably I'm pretty sure I brought it up in the group chat. Um there are certain authors that give off a certain vibe that turns me off they're a very well-loved author I've read their books I really like their books but they give off
1: this um clicky vibe with reviewers I don't think it's just that one author though I think it's It's, I've seen it a couple times yeah now that we're so far into like book talk being like a real thing Mm -hmm. for the last like two years as we go on forward you can see that with a lot more Mm -hmm. and even if I don't want to think about it and I don't want to see it it's unavoidable at this point, you know, like I'm on Instagram, like book, yeah. Instagram, I'm on book, Twitter, I'm on book talk. So it's like unavoidable and it can't yeah. it like plants seeds in your mind.
2: It honestly kind of turns me off from talking about or promoting the author's work publicly mm-hmm. Um like I can I can still enjoy their work behind closed doors. We can talk about it in our group chat, whatever. But to like make a video review or a review post on Instagram, I'm less inclined to do so if I notice that that author is leaning more clicky. Favorite. It just it it is an ick for me. Sorry, if you can hear that story, that was my dog. I thought <laughs>
3: Alondra had fallen asleep.
1: Hey! <laughs> 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 oh, really- says says virginia let's, be, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's all collectively talk about how virginia is the one who said that
0: <laughs> okay but yeah what we're, we're talking about reviewers do you guys think reviewers should get paid um i know there was a bit of a i guess it's gonna, it's gonna be a two-part question because uh yeah. i know there's a controversy where someone said you know didn't say that reviewers had to but they wanted reviewers to make uh including trigger warnings a norm mm-hmm. um oh, yeah that I review for fun uh, I review for myself I don't review for you and so it's like that boundary between is it fun or is it work and if I feel like if they're getting paid it it becomes work
3: well there are already uh, critics literary 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 uh, literary critics sorry I can't say that word.
2: yeah but that's a little bit different than the platform of book talk and book bookstagram um I think book talk more than bookstagram is more influential when it comes to books and making certain books or authors popular Um, my consensus of it is that I think the reviewer should have the option to be paid for their review in terms of like um, because I know a lot of publishers have like influencer programs so I feel like it should kind of work like that where you can submit a video they can review your analytics and there should be kind of like a set precedent of depending on your analytics, a certain amount that you get paid, if that's something you want to do. Um, But if you're just in it for fun, you don't have to submit it. I would be against it it, though. Because I feel like people- No, go ahead, go
1: ahead.
3: No, I was just saying like, because if the publisher is the one that's paying, that means
1: they would just pay the positive reviews. And that just- Exactly. And that seems like an incentive to only do positive reviews. But my issue with it is that, viral videos don't necessarily aren't necessarily there i have seen videos that are on a like a soundbite of mm-hmm. a song or a voiceover and there's quotes written on the screen and those i've seen literally have millions of views and hundreds of thousands of likes that yeah. to me doesn't feel like you should get paid for yeah i think there should be you know? c- certain thresholds that yeah. they have to and meet it, yeah. and i also think that um again what what Virginia said that that gives incentive to only do positive reviews then you wouldn't be as truthful in your review if you gave a negative review that helped people decide if they want to read it or not they would have to make make a disclaimer like they do with ads yeah and that's the thing with that is that because you can't edit captions on TikTok yet Mm -hmm. that you can't retroactively get paid for yeah. an ad essentially if you don't disclose that it's an ad to begin. Yeah. I think if we get to a point where you can, if you're already an influencer, like let's say Amen already has a following, obviously a creator could, or an author could go to her and be like, hey, like I want you mm-hmm. to review this negative or positively, whatever. I will pay you to do this. That's something I think the problem is getting paid retroactively after the fact. And also yeah. with that same set thing being said, because there's multiple platforms for books, I think it would be hard to pinpoint exactly who yeah. it is that initially. And because made so many people
2: are talking about the same book, especially exactly. when it like goes viral.
1: Exactly. So like the Olivia Blake one right now that uh, along with you in the ether. Yeah. It it was it got so popular that it's being traditionally published now. So and I've seen it talked about by two, maybe three yeah. bigger so it's like TikTokers. Yeah. yeah. So it's like maybe those people could, but again. I think it's it, it's like murky grounds if you do not disclose it because um, makeup companies and other companies have gotten into a lot of trouble not disclosing who they're partnered with. And now mm-hmm. there's like a rule and a law that you have to specify when it's an ad. And I, sh- I think it should work the same way. And I know that books yeah. reviews can't get there that fast and it has to be a progress. But as it as ads stand now, I don't think it's like a feasible... Mm Option, in my opinion. I also think that like with
2: reviewers, um, especially the people who are asking for compensation in terms of, you know, making, having the influence over other people buying a certain book, it's like generally those people who are asking for it are already part of influencer programs and they're getting uh, free books, ARCs, swag, whatever. And so it just kind of seems like almost disingenuous
3: because i'll see them
2: like oh this publisher sent me this book uh thank you and then very rarely do i see them talk about that book so it's like what is going to make me believe when you post a review about this book when you're being paid for it it's kind of the same thing it's like i saw the publisher send it to you probably because you asked and you're part of their influencer Mm -hmm. program but then you don't and then a lot of times that i've seen they don't talk about the book ever again or they don't review it when it was sent to them so i don't yeah. know
3: but i'll be honest like what would get me to read a book is not necessarily like a review video or anything mm-hmm. unless it's coming from you guys it's like on tiktok what would get me to check out a book it's like like i'm all set they do a video with music and they're like mm-hmm. you like dark romance and then like they point to a different
2: book or they'll share like, a oh. quote or something yeah, yeah and i'm
3: like oh that sounds interesting so i'm gonna check it out but because If it's a complete review, I'll be honest, I don't listen half the time because I'm like, I don't know who you are. I don't know your taste. Like, why do I value your opinion? And like, maybe that's wrong of me. But if I don't know what the person reads in general, like, I don't care about their review.
2: Or sometimes it's like people in comment sections. Like if somebody is like talking about just a specific trope, not necessarily a specific book, I'll go to the comments and look for those books. And Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, end up reading one of the ones in there. So it's like, how would you get compensated for that?
3: Yeah, I like when people say, like, when people say, like, oh, if you like this trope, check this out. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. that that makes more sense to me than some telling me I really like this book. And uh, because sometimes, like, at least some of the reviews I have seen, they're very vague. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. you love this book, but why? Why Mm -hmm. am I supposed to just, like, just you're just saying like i love this book it's so good and i'm i know i'm a crappy
1: reviewer and i do the same thing but... there's a reason why i don't post reviews on tiktok <laughs> but, I'm like, but it's also like what convinced me to drop the book i'm reading right now to read but what, what you do about. see when
3: you do the i your aesthetics uh videos that convinces me to check out a book because i like the vibe that you like i'm like oh i like yeah. the vibe of that book um reviews i will something like i'll Cause I think there's a difference between having an in-depth review when you actually talk about the, what you like, what you didn't like. And, and I say that realizing that that's kind of what we do when we do our books. But if the only thing I get from someone is I didn't like it or I liked it and that's it. um, If I don't know the person, I don't know the reasoning. I'm just going to be like, well, why is that enough to convince me? I'm going to, I'm going to need (laughs) follow-ups.
2: There are very few people on TikTok that I will trust explicitly with a review where they could recommend me any book and I'm like, that's going to be a good book. Most of the time, you have to hit me with something other than, oh, this book is good. You need to read it. Mm -hmm. Like
1: there needs to be. Mm -hmm. Or when they're like, oh, I can't tell you with the spoiler, but go read it. No. Yeah. yeah. The only time that that somebody can be vague with a book
2: that will get me to read it is if they cry. (laughs)
1: that's the <laughs> yeah, only that's time okay. I, take I'll that I'll that back. I take that back my last anybody's... sentence you're right I cried at this that's all I need to hear <laughs> that's all but I, I need that's like the only exception <laughs> yeah yeah but no
3: you're, you're right so there's some people on TikTok that are there they will give more details and I'm like like if I'm saying I really like this book because it goes into this and that trope and I'm a really good fan of that and I've seen other TikToks have done <laughs> um, books I've read and I liked. I'm like oh I'm gonna check it out because the person like seems to have like but if it's a random that's- video on my for
1: you page I'm like yeah I think it also works the other way too as soon as a book talker recommends a book that I hate I have lost all trust in them yep <laughs> even if I have <laughs> even if any other book they've recommended I've loved as soon as a tiktoker reviews a book that I hate or i rated one or two stars they have lost my trust I'm a, like,
0: um, a tiktok that's like <laughs> if you like this book, read this book, and you're like taking notes. You're like, I love this, book. I want to read this book, and then you get to like one where it's a book you don't like. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. I'll go a and delete all like. of the
2: screenshots yeah. that I just took. <laughs> me too.
0: yeah. I, I, I was just watching one, they compared to that one book I mean, I didn't like, and I was like, oh, and I had just followed them too because I like the okay, video okay, is, went, it, is it, is it... <laughs> Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: They said, if you like this book, if you like the one that we hate, and then you'll like the other one. Is yeah. it If We Disappear Here? I, I don't remember. I saw it and I'm following it. Because if it is, then yes, read it. Because it is a hundred
0: times better. But the fact... <laughs> I don't know. The fact that they were trying to get me to read anything <laughs> like that other no, book. No,
1: honestly, I I have to go uninterested on anyone who... I mean, I fucking hate the Raven Hood series. So anyone who talks about it, I, I have it. to go uninterested or just straight up block them. Because I can't handle... The amount, of love, days, baby? Yeah, the amount of love that book gets and the amount of hatred that I have in my heart for that series and that author. Can't we not lost our see, three I, see, The <laughs> thing is, is like,
2: those make me want to read it because of like how sad it is. But then a mall talking about it. I'm like, I just, I don't want to because I know it's going to be Okay,
1: the thing is, because I know you, you will fall in love with the same character I did and you will hate the last book. You will just fucking hate it because
2: I've talked about how
1: I'm scared to read it. And people are like, no, you
2: have to read it. No, you have to read it, which is another thing that gets me not wanting to read a book is people telling me,
1: oh, you need to read this. You need to read this. It's like, I want to read it less now. Yeah, the only the only issue is and I would recommend that if you do want to read the books, do not read the last one. In my opinion, it is unnecessary. It ends. The thing is, it ends just just fine in the
0: second book. We what? have to stop you, or we're gonna be here for hours. I'm so sorry.
1: I just it makes me like again the hatred that I feel for this series. I have we'll never also felt, felt say the intro for the year se- the first book really turns
2: she me off. trauma too.
0: because her parents did it. I have to
2: other. I have to get over that. Like i it's either the prologue or the first chapter. It's I have to get over that. It's it such an to. ick for me. I read it and I'm just like god this okay. sounds so crazy. But
1: okay, if if you want a reason to read it, the parents are kind of like right person wrong time. Oh, okay. And it and the the you way their story you? ends, the the way their story ends is like ren end. Um, Shit. Um, Am I might to read it. But, 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 we do not get nearly as much of the parents as you think um, you would. You don't. It's usually, it's just mostly in the background. And then after. Anyways.
3: Um, after um, most
1: of it, you don't even hear from them again. Anyways. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You needed <laughs> sorry. to get anyway, that out. <laughs> what
0: do you guys think about um, not necessarily like reviewers having to do trigger warnings, but do you think trigger warnings should just be a more commonplace thing in books?
1: I, I think, think would, they should be, be on the author, author's yeah. website.
0: I think see, I, I don't think
1: I don't think you have to put them in your books. You one hundred percent do not need to put them in your books, but you have to put a little blurb that says, "Go to my website," and the rest of the triggers are there because Katie Roberts says it really well. Even on her website, that little prompt is hidden, and you have to click on it to see. Uh, trigger warnings and content warnings both of them are hidden even on her website and you have to actually physically co- click on it because it, it is a spoiler obviously but I think it needs to be available for anyone
0: to see. I disagree I think that they should be on books I think that they should be there and you can just skip it over because I don't think you put it you right need- after the dedication you're, and, you're right for future like,
1: books but you can't do anything about books that have already yeah. been
0: printed well even books that are still going out though they're constantly being published again like they run out of books
1: yeah like I think obviously ebooks like kindle needs to have it right away but see, I just I think just, I just think physical books is a lot harder to achieve than it is to that because a yeah. physical book that's a publisher's
0: problem not I a just think the, in, in ideal world it should be there and yeah this is going to make me sound like such a hater, but it also kind of turns me off when writers put, like, I don't want you to go look at trigger warnings, but if you must go here. I personally, that gives me the ick. There's um, I one. Yeah, it's like, what are you thought. writing about that you don't want me there's, to see?
2: There's one book, and I don't know if she has done this for all of her books, um, because it was the first book of hers that I came across, and I saw that trigger warning page, and it completely gave me the ick and turned me off from reading her books at all. But oh, was and it the her one trigger warning? One,
1: Spoiled or whatever
2: her trigger warning page literally asked. She said, I believe that trigger warnings are spoilers, but if you want to know what triggers are in this book, you need to email this email oh, yeah. oh, address, divulge what triggers you, and then we'll tell you if it's in the book. And that oh. completely turned me off from reading anything that author will write because one, that's <laughs> be personal a doubt, and be. private information. You should not be asking people to divulge certain things that trigger them. Either put it, like, at that point, I would rather you just didn't put a trigger warning page at
1: all. Yeah, because it's so invasive. It's like, like you want me to talk about my personal experience to read about a fictional character? Yeah, no. (laughs) And it's, uh, I I think
2: the book is called, like, The Ritual. It's a dark romance. And it's like, just tell me the triggers or don't.
0: (laughs) I know Shay is going to hate me for this, but I would much rather see a trigger warning list than a fucking playlist. I think that's more important. Um, than a playlist i love playlists but i mean if i like like they they totally exist. agree
2: you know what i won't hate you for that i totally and completely agree because nine times out of ten i will look for a playlist on spotify rather than looking at the playlist that the author has put in the page
0: who would like this is uh, i'm sorry but i well, they include they like ten 10- include- They could, like, even the songs
1: are spoilery, though. Some of the songs are spoilery, and it's like you might as well just put the trigger warning in there if you're going to spoil me with a song title, yeah, or like like, the content of the the other girl, yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like, or I kissed a girl and I liked it, so obviously, she's gonna be, you know,
2: yeah, Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I I completely agree, I would rather see a trigger warning page because I think that's more important than a playlist um i just and like i said nine times out I, of ten i search on spotify before i even see a playlist page but
3: i don't see how I, people say that it's like spoiling stuff because um movies and tv shows do it like at, at the beginning of every morning show yeah, yeah. yeah they have it like, like
0: it, right rated in the
3: rated blah, blah blah because of blah, that's blah, blah, what blah. i'm saying
0: like you and you're put also it there not giving in,
2: specific I, information you're just and saying, it could be sometimes anything sometimes
0: i i get what you were saying amal that like at the bare minimum, it should be on their website. But I think that not everyone that has access to, like, books is going to have access to the internet. So I just feel like they should, or, like, a website. So I just feel like, and I get what you're saying, it's it's harder to make them on books. But they're constantly republishing, like, the same books.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I agree. Like, going forward, obviously, that needs to be done. But I think uh, books that are online, like, there's so many Kindle Unlimited books that do not have trigger warnings. And it's yeah. just so silly that I feel like that's something that's so easy to fix and it's just one page that's added, it and that's a page that the author will get paid you for can, the author gets paid for every single page that, that is read on
0: kindle yeah. read like, like what was saying it's on the beginning of every show. how many times do we not pay attention to it like if you don't want to see it because to you they're spoilery mm-hmm. just don't pay attention to it don't look at that anything most for of you- the time like unless
1: if it's like a death most of the things will be in the synopsis you know like <laughs> mm-hmm violence you're obviously going into a dark romance knowing it's dark so it's not going to spoil me if you tell me there's going to be like violence and death and incest or yeah. you know whatever the whatever the case is like I already know what I'm going into yeah there's hardly and ever I, a book like, that I pick up and, and I'm just like oh I don't want to
2: anything people talking about certain books on TikTok are more spoilery than a mm. trigger warning page mm-hmm. so it's like you, as long as it's not like any specific oh on page 42 this character dies mm-hmm. that's, or it, that's or it even tells you spoiler. who it's
1: happening to yeah trigger warnings can be that something that happened like a lot of tr- some of the trigger warnings are things that happen in someone's imagination or in like the past so someone's yeah. explaining it
2: and it doesn't and specify that's not what kind of the story yeah and yeah, as long okay. as it's not like saying like oh this happened to character a like i'm still not gonna know if you put something like murder I'm not going to know who committed it. I'm not going to know who died or when or when or what the circumstances were. But I know to expect that something is going to happen. And if that's something triggering to me, I can, you know, skip that part when it starts. And to say that
1: uh, trigger warning spoils something kind of alludes to the fact that no one can reread a book and enjoy it. Yeah. So what if I know what's happening, I'm not going to enjoy it. People don't reread books, rewatch shows, re-listen to music. Yeah. Just because I know what's exactly. happening doesn't mean I'm not gonna enjoy it, you know. Yeah.
2: Sometimes I
3: enjoy it more constantly Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> and and that's like I think is I like wanna know. Yeah. Well, and that's also something that I've seen like TikTok videos about is like people with anxiety will oftentimes reread books or re-watch TV shows because of the comfort of knowing what happens. <laughs> and it's like the same thing with trigger warnings. Like I know it's coming, I can prepare myself emotionally, mentally whatever I need to do like I just I don't understand why you wouldn't want to
1: protect your readers yeah and sometimes people just don't even know what would trigger them Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know like uh, a very like particular scene could trigger someone that normally it wouldn't it just happens to in this thing Mm -hmm. and at least if they knew beforehand what was going to happen like sexual assault like that should be a fucking trigger for every book any book that has it I don't know how you could even write a book without saying that I saw somebody um, i yeah, think like i sent the video to you guys of the girls yeah and saying so it's just like it's i'm not gonna really really know your content as well as the author does which is like yeah. stupid but so i think i think if you're reviewing a book and expecting other people to see that review and reading a book for it then you need to write the trigger warning i think it should be the, job I think of if, the
2: author as well as
1: the reviewer yes, yes but i think if you are expecting people like if you make a tiktok video okay you were obviously expecting people to see that video. And if you're in that video saying, oh, read this book, everyone needs to read this the book. The point of that video I is to you have? people. Yeah, so th- then I think you have a responsibility to at least tell someone to go look at the trigger warning because yeah. you are responsible for that person reading that book. Maybe it's you, maybe it's another TikToker, but a TikTok made for someone read the book. Then you are in part responsible for what that person is going to experience, whether it's good or bad. And so I, I think, think at the very least yeah. someone can do is, hey, like there's some heavier subjects, do your research before you read it. Because you do that in all your TikToks when you talk about a darker book.
2: Yeah, the only thing- How hard is that? that it's like an extra I, three seconds.
1: Yeah, the
2: only thing that has at least lately felt kind of lazy when it comes to reviewers talking about books is like, they'll just give a blanket, check the trigger
1: warnings um, statements and it just, or, or you can kind be of like, Hey, message, me. me. yeah, message me, message me, c- and I'll tell you if, if no one wants spoilers, you can message me. TikTok is about interactions. And I think if someone wanted to, they could. Yeah. It just uh, saying
2: check trigger and content warnings feels kind of lazy to me, especially when you're talking about a singular book. If you're talking about a series, obviously the trigger warnings might. Differentiate from each book. So saying like a general blanket, check the trigger warnings for this series, because sometimes if it's interconnected standalones, you can skip one book if there is a trigger for you and go to the next one or read it out of order, whatever you want to do. But if it's just a singular book you're talking about, I feel like you should be posting what the triggers are. Um, especially on the screen. I get how it can be sometimes very difficult to censor yourself when talking about certain triggers because TikTok will then put it under review. You get a community guidelines violation. Um, a, a way around that is I've found putting like a sticker because I think TikTok catches when you put a text versus when you put a sticker, but
1: it just, I don't know, talking about a singular book I, and saying check trigger warnings yeah. feels late. To and me. I also think like Yes, I get I, I get what you're saying. I agree. It is, seems like a lazy thing. I think that if someone is worried about spoilers or worried about maybe not everyone wants to see it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times what I see in um, the comment section is the author will say, hey, like this will have spoilers. So don't either read the whole comment section if they're talking about like a very popular book or mm-hmm. they'll have like a thread of their own messages in there. Yeah, I've um, seen that in their comment thing and it's collapsed so you'll have to go into it to open it Mm -hmm. so if if i mean if they're doing if they're just kind humans then they would do that they would put it in there and be like hey this thread has spoilers in it and then maybe write the trigger warnings and i get it the amount of tiktok some people like produce is a lot Mm -hmm. but i also think when you are a big tiktoker and you're responsible for someone reading a book, then you need to also be responsible for their mental health. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. That feels like a really heavy load, but I just think, I think it's a decent, whether you're responsible
0: you
2: for, yeah, whether you think you should be responsible for other people's um, safe reading experience or not. I think it's just
1: a decent thing thing to do yeah it's
3: just I think it's basically giving them the information to make a decision knowingly like with yeah
1: okay so it's kind of like with tropes right like every single person wants to know if it's a cheating trope okay that's literally the first thing people ask when there's anything about a book Mm -hmm. and if that is something you can spoil whether there is cheating or no cheating then how come you can't just spend an extra 10 minutes that it would take write the trigger warnings. yeah i mean and not even 10 minutes like sometimes it only takes yeah me, let's say like, let's 10 minutes, minutes because minutes. the author doesn't have it listed and you actually yeah. have to think about the book yeah and, or even just like the major ones you know like if everyone's gonna go out of their way to find out if there's cheating in the book that they're mm-hmm. reading then how come trigger warnings are any different well and why are finding tropes, out what trope is in
2: there why are tropes not spoilery but trigger warnings and, are
1: and why are trope reveals a thing for authors yeah. If trigger warnings aren't. Yeah. Pretty good question. I said, that seems like I don't know, <laughs> too controversial maybe, but like <laughs> I don't know. Just like tape. It's not that hard. Yeah, right. it's just I just why well, can't everyone <laughs> just be nice? <laughs> not to say <laughs> nice reviews, just just nice people. You Looking know? <laughs> out for others.
0: Yeah. There's probably a lot more controversial topics we can talk about, but for now I think we're done. Um don't cancel us. These are just our opinions include <laughs> that probably fine um this like like always our episodes can be listened to on apple Podcasts, google podcast spotify and really anywhere you can listen to podcasts because Virginia did an amazing job by getting us signed up everywhere episodes new out episode <laughs> every tuesday around 9 a.m make sure to follow us on twitter instagram uh, i think that's it oh mm-hmm. and tiktok uh um, yeah, make, sure <laughs> make sure to follow us leave us comments and just you know let us join know us your
2: controversial about? opinions, yeah. Let yeah, us know, know what your controversial, controversial opinions is
0: because <laughs> tell us <laughs> if you disagree, yeah. And it's okay if you do because, like, I disagree with everything I'm all said, so <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> just on principle. <laughs> I mean, like, a lot, always, kind of. <laughs> Like always, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay bitchy. Bye. 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 Bye.